welcome to the Lotco Business Podcast, a show all about helping you as a retailer, brand, or creative understand the actual business side of running your business. I offer straightforward, practical advice about the nitty-gritty of making money from your creative passion. We will be covering bite-sized business and marketing lessons, as well as interviews with experts and trailblazers in the fashion, homewares, and design industries. My name is Melissa Robbins. I'm a business coach, colour-loving, non-coffee-drinking Melbourneian. Let's get into it. Hello, and welcome to today's episode. My name is Melissa Robbins. I am here to talk to you today all about Instagram. Now... I'm talking about Instagram because I've had a few questions about this and it has changed so much over the last, you know, two months, three months, six years, whatever. Um, It has changed so much um, over, you know, such a short period of time. And I just think it's important to touch on, you know, where it's at now, what sort of things you should be posting. And I'm going to have, you know, touch on different things here because I do do know a lot of my listeners here. um, You might be either a physical retail store, you might be a brand who sells online only, and you might only sell your own brand. So, you know, I'll just sort of touch on a few different examples and hopefully you can pick up um, what I'm referring to for you. All right, so uh, let's start from the beginning. Um, first of all, Instagram should only be one aspect of your whole marketing strategy. It should definitely not be the only thing that you're doing, and it should not be with all your eggs in one basket here. And all everything that you focus on is only Instagram. Definitely make sure that that is not the case because um, it should just be one part of your whole social media, uh, one marketing pie. Social media should just be one little strategy. So, um, in 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 that instance, though, we do need Instagram. I still feel you need a presence on Instagram. You may be, you know, focusing on TikTok instead or as well, but I still think you need a presence on Instagram. So let's talk about what that looks like. Now, first of all, let's start from the very top. We're going to look at your bio. So your bio should just be, you know, if I don't know anything about you, I can just land on your page, read your bio, and I've got a really good idea about who you are. It should be very specific. It should be very direct and tell me exactly what you sell, exactly, you know, if you're a physical store or not, where you're located, if you have an address, um, what your website is, if you're selling online, and, you know, or what problem you're solving if you are a a product that actually solves a problem for people. So really being specific in that bio. All right, next let's talk about your feed posts. So ideally I feel that you should have, um, and, you know, lots of different people are, you, you can see this from looking at lots of different people's Instagram. You still need to be doing your feed posts, but it's less important than what it used to be. So ideally, if you're a retail store, I still think you can do like three to five, and that shouldn't be a problem when you've got new lots of new stuff going on all the time and you you know use some of the examples that I'm going to show here. You should definitely be doing at least three to five posts on your feed. If you're a direct-to-consumer brand, maybe you only need like two to four. You definitely don't need as many as what you're used to. So somewhere between that range for um, depends on what sort of product you have and what sort of store you have. Now they can be a mixture of anything from product start, product shots um, and whether that's just the pure product or whether it's actually a um, styled lifestyle shot as well. Um, maybe it's got a white background. Maybe it's like one of those ghosted images or maybe it's actually just a product, you know, a photo of the product by itself. So definitely product shots, definitely lifestyle shots. Um, ideally, you'd have some carousels within there. Let's say you've got a new delivery of a brand, you might show like five of the different styles that you got delivered. Um, if you've got, you know, a, you've got a delivery of scarves, make sure you have lots of different, show all the different colors that you have available. Um, if you've got a new range out or, you know, show some images of all the different styles or even if it's one product, if you're a direct-to-consumer, you might have one product, but you've got 
all the different angles like you would on your actual product page on the website. So having a few things like that, um, show me how the products work. Maybe have a quote in there occasionally as well. Um, if you've got a transformation photo of, you know, like before and after what it looks like, having those two things in there can be really engaging and definitely people are looking for um, how to use the product. Often I, when I was doing my judging for the Life and Style Scholarship, I went onto a few product pages and I said to a few people, make sure you actually show me your product. They might not be the most engaging posts or actually get the most um, interaction with your with your um, followers, but it definitely can be really good for, you know, me being able to see what all the different types of products that you have if I'm just finding your brand. So don't be afraid to post product photos even if they don't get engagement because they might be you know for actually selling your products they might be the things that people want to see as well all right so as i said three to five if you're a retail store physical store two to four if you're direct to consumer you don't need quite as many all right now additional to that we want to have reels on the website on your instagram so again um this depends on what sort of product you have and whether you've got a physical store or not and how often you get new deliveries or new ranges but i would be doing at least one to four per week now one if you're a direct-to-consumer and you may not you know be have enough new stuff to show people but a bare minimum i would be doing one you have to be doing at least one and then you know the more you can do maybe you do one per day maybe you do you know per week day so that's five but definitely be trying to do at least one per week if not more and you know showcasing that how to wear different things you know how to wear that one top in four ways or you've just got a new delivery and it's got like you know these eight different dresses that you've got had come in on the um you know the, the editing and the changeover of the clicking your fingers and that sort of stuff um show me some behind the scenes show me you actually making the product show me you getting ready for an event um show me the actual events taking place photo shoots um testimonials reviews before afters trends like there's lots of different real things that are out that um it you know makes it easy for you to come up with ideas for what real to do and i've got a whole content um you know 100 plus ideas for content that you can download from me as well now um reels for retail stores definitely be doing things like showcasing inside the store as well or show you walking into the store or show the outside of the store so i want to know that you've got a physical store so if you can with your reels include them um occasionally in your um topics as well that you do now for your reels you ideally you would keep them on your feed for at least a couple of days but then they can be um, removed off the feed and just left in the reels section. So you don't have to have them on your feed either. You can push them into your um, video reels section and they still may may be discovered by new people. They don't have to stay on your feed as well after two to three days. Um, All right, so now we're up to stories. And someone said to me the other day, you know, people. I have only seen people doing stories and reels right now. Is that what's going on? And it definitely is. Like it's definitely something that, more people are spending more time on that than your feed post, but I still think you do need to have at least three to five, as I said, or two to four, um, if you are um, have got a product because different to service-based, you definitely need to be showcasing that product in its in what it looks like more often than what you would if you're a service-based pro- um, business. All right, so stories. Ideally, you would have a rotation of what you do Monday to Friday and on the weekend so that you don't have to come up with new ideas all the time. But they definitely should be less curated, less thought out, like just, you know, roll with what's going on as opposed to being perfect. And, you know, you might be having like, okay, Monday, you're going to show the week ahead, Tuesday, it's behind the scenes. 
Thursday, you've got your new deliveries and your arrivals. You're showcasing that happening. Maybe um, Thursdays, a talk to camera. You're going to talk through, you know, different things you've got coming in. Um, you might do a promo. Maybe you've got a frequently asked questions. Maybe you're sharing another, um, you know, ideas or um, quotes you've seen on other people's pages. But definitely have sort of something going on regularly. And again, how many stories depends on how much time you have to actually invest in this. But I would be thinking you would want to have at least again, two to five per day. Um, sometimes you might want to have 10 if you've got lots of things going on, but obviously they can be a bit longer than what they used to be now. And um, and it's okay to drop off stories for a day or, you know, like have the 24-hour cycle stop because then you'll come up again on the, you know, first bit if you actually stop it for a little while. So it's okay to stop it occasionally as well so that you have a little gap in your stories. All right. Now, those stories lead to your highlights too. So you really want to be having, um, utilize your highlights, you know, to as much as you can. So um, if you're a physical retail store, definitely show me in store, um, you know, have a highlight on what's happening in store. You might have new arrivals that have come in. You might have, you know, um, where you've been featured. So you've been featured on a particular magazine or, or on other people or on influencers. Show me where you've been featured. Um, or as seen on for you, like using, utilizing all your user generated content. This is where, so UGC, you just user generated content is what other people are creating for you. And it might be organic, like they might be something that they're doing um, just because they want to and they're a customer who bought your product. Or it might be someone you've used as a, you know, had a, um, a brand ambassador do some things for you or you've sent some things to an influencer. So as long as it's sort of like um, not a campaign style, then it's user-generated content. So the more of that you can encourage your customers to give you and the more of that you can use, it's just that real authenticity um, with that sort of content and people actually respond really well to that type of content as well. And someone said to me the other day is also making sure you check in, you know, what's working for you. Like, do people respond when you're in the videos more? Do people respond when there's humans in the videos more than they do if it's just, you know, no one getting shown? So what can you do to make sure that um, you're tracking what's going on as well? All right. So, um, and other highlights things, you might have, you know, the different categories you've got in store. You might actually have showcase what brands you've got in store. If you're um physical store that has lots of different brands or an online store that has lots of different brands, you might be showcasing those as a sort of group. Or you might, if you're a um, brand who has lots of stockers, you might be showcasing your stockers too. Really encouraging people to shop at those places as well can be really great for that ongoing sales also. So really just trying to think about what highlights you need and then think about, you know, what stories are going to play into that too. How can you use stories to actually get build up your highlights and stuff too so that they can be um, updated regularly as well. So when I land on your Instagram page, I want to sort of, you know, assume if I've known nothing about you, I want to discover a little bit about, you know, what you sell, where you are, whether you've got a physical store or not, how often you get new stuff in, what sort of, who's your target market, you know, what are you selling to, what are your values, what do you love? I should be able to see that from your Instagram. And definitely you don't have to be doing all of these numbers. Like it's like, this is ideally what you what you should be doing. It doesn't mean you have to, and you've really got to do what you can be consistent in. But um, it definitely is a great way for you to touch base and showcase what you've got coming and to showcase what your new things are if your people are just discovering you and finding out about you as well. If you went and had a look at your feed, um, ideally in your 9 to 12 um, 
you know, rotation of what people are seeing when they first land on you. It's way less important that it's all curated, you know, now than what you had to be perfect a few years ago. It definitely doesn't need to be curated and perfect, but it should include in those sort of nine, last nine to 12, you know, at least a few product shots, at least a few user-generated content um, imagery, at least a few reviews, at least a human a couple of times, whether it's you or someone else behind the scenes, um, and at least one or two reels or carousels. So in that last nine to 12 feet um, posts, you know, making sure that you've got a mixture of different things so it's not just the same, same or the same, um, you know, background or same photo every single time because that's when people aren't going to, you know, it's not going to stop that scroll because they're just sort of used to seeing that same thing again and again. So definitely assume people know nothing about you whenever you're posting. Um, make sure you have a mixture of product lifestyle carousels and reels and video. So definitely mix those up. Um, practice makes um, progress. So don't worry if you're not great at video yet. If you're if you're so, you know, your photos aren't the perfect quality, just keep practicing and keep going. Um, I think I started on Instagram when it first came out back when I had a retail store many, 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 many years ago. And, you know, the, 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 the flat lays I used to take the photos of, um, the, you know, images that I used to do, the, the videos that I used to do, you know, it's obviously come a long way in that time, 15 years or so later, definitely, um, progress, progress, progress. So you've just got to keep practicing, keep practicing and things evolve and things change, but, um, you'll get better as the more you do it as well. And then ideally you want, you're not just creating the content once too, you're maybe repurposing and using things in different places, or maybe you're on TikTok and you're just using your reels on Instagram that way as well. So don't be afraid to reuse content. Don't be afraid to repurpose content from, you know, months before. Um, you can definitely do that. It's definitely okay to repurpose things, or maybe you've got something that was in a caption that you can now create a actual feed post with. Maybe you've got, um, the same caption, but you can put a different photo to it and all those sort of things. Like don't be afraid to repurpose your content and don't be afraid to have a bit of fun and just show some personality. Like it doesn't always have to be about selling. It should be about that interaction and behind the scenes and, you know, changes that are happening in your life or what's happening in your town or what's going on in, in the business and, you know, behind the scenes in that business as well. So it shouldn't just be about selling your product only. All right. So let's just summarize that as quick as I can. Um, make sure your bio is updated. Um, your feed posts, you know, ideally between two to five, depends on what type of business you are per week. Uh, reels, at least one per week, if not more. Stories, uh, ideally you would have a couple of going per day. Sometimes it's okay to have a break. Um, highlights, update them, check them. Do you need to have new ones? Do you need to delete old ones? So just check that they're utilized as much as you can. And again, it gives that real highlight of what your stories have been over the past few months as well. So um, I hope that has helped. I hope that's um, helped you figure out what Instagram should look like for you right now in 2023 and what you should be doing to show up and be on, um, have that interaction and people find out about your product and people understand what your product's all about and what you're selling. Um, if you need some help with that content, as I said, I've got a hundred um, plus ideas content planner. Um, you can grab that from the link in my bio here. And it's also on the link in my bio on my um, Instagram. And yeah, I love talking all about marketing for your product-based business. And as I said, Instagram and social media should just be one piece of the whole pie of all your marketing strategy. It definitely should not form the only thing that you spend your time on. 
again, if you need help with that, let me know. Send me a DM and I definitely can help you with that. I really dive deep into that into my roadmap in my roadmap program and help you figure out, you know, what sort of things that you should focus on for your business and where you should spend your time. All right. So I hope that's helped. I look forward to sharing more with you soon and I'll speak to you soon. Okay, bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Lotco Business Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure you subscribe to receive future episodes as they are released. And I'd be so, so grateful for a review on Apple Podcast. If you would like a copy of the show notes or any of the links mentioned today, please jump onto my website at thelotco.com.au forward slash podcast. Have an amazing week and I look forward to chatting to you again soon. Mm-hmm.